Wonka is hitting theaters soon, and I have my thoughts on whether this is the holiday you should be seeing this movie season. Wait, scratch that, reverse it. This video is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Merle to see how you can get three months free and stay tuned after this review for more info. Hello everybody, I'm Dan Merle here with my thoughts on Wonka, which will be hitting theaters here domestically on December 15th and the rest of the world. Well, check your local listings. Wonka is a prequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and Gene Wilder's version of the character Willy Wonka. This is not a reimagining and that's very clear from the first musical notes of the film, which are the classic Willy Wonka song, Pure Imagination, to the last musical notes of the film, which are also the classic Willy Wonka song, Pure Imagination. What I'm saying here is they're not going for a character reinvention a la Tim Burton who wanted to take the character back to its roots in Roald Dahl. This is very much about trying to give you a version of the Willy Wonka that you already know and love. Timothy Chalamet plays a young Wonka who arrives in the big city full of idealism and a dream of opening up his own chocolate shop, but standing in the way is the evil chocolate cartel, a trio of shop owners who have banded together to crush any new chocolatier who dares to enter their turf. To achieve this, they have practically the entire city on payroll, including the local police chief, played by Keegan-Michael Key, and the town cleric, played by Rowan Atkinson. Together with an orphan girl named Noodle and a ragtag group of friends he meets at a corrupt inn and laundry, Wonka begins a quest to share his chocolate with the world and defeat the chocolate cartel to achieve his lifelong goal. Full disclosure, I have long held, and I'm sure you can find video evidence of this if you go back in the archives of several different channels, that the idea of a Willy Wonka prequel movie is pretty dumb. I thought it was stupid back in 2016, I think, when they announced that they were actually going to do this movie. But at the same time, I said the same thing about both Rogue One and Andor, which are two of the best pieces of Star Wars media that have been made since Disney took over. So while I often will think an idea is dumb, I also keep an open mind and oftentimes I'm surprised because the finished result exceeds what I think the possibilities are of the basic concept. And my skepticism about this Willy Wonka movie was also balanced out by the creative team they got to make it. Wonka is directed by Paul King, who brought us the delightful Paddington, which he also wrote, and the even more delightful Paddington 2, which he co-wrote with Simon Barnaby, who also wrote this script alongside King. If there's a duo that I would trust to deliver a really fun and charming movie about a childhood icon, it would be this duo. And if I had to sum up this merger of tired creative concept with really talented creative team in one word, that word would be pleasant. Wonka is a perfectly acceptable film, the kind of movie that passes by without incident, but also leaves very little to remember it by. The holiday season is actually the perfect time to release Wonka because there are so many families that go see a movie every Christmas, and Wonka is the perfect a movie to go see. It's humorous enough for an older audience, but won't go over the heads of the kids. It's cute enough for the kids, but not so cute that it'll turn off the older audience, and it doesn't particularly challenge either group. In short, I think that Wonka is very safe, which is not a huge crime for a movie, but by playing it safe... I do think that the one thing it kind of gets wrong is the character of Willy Wonka because they are inviting the studio Warner Brothers the comparison between this version of Wonka and Gene Wilder's version because they are so heavily trafficking in nostalgia from the first frame of the film. They want you to think about that original version of Willy Wonka. And the one thing that I would say about Gene Wilder's version of this character is that his Willy Wonka was definitely not safe. 
Yes, he was a genius at making chocolate, but he also had edge. He was a bit of a sadist, a smartass who liked to play with his food, to poke and prod and test you. He was approachably insane, the lead character in a beloved family film, and yet you believe that he may actually kill some of the children who were taking a tour of this factory. It's part of the genius of the writing of that role and the performance by Gene Wilder. The suspense is terrible. He, he's gonna go this time. I hope it'll last. Go on, boy. The trailers for this film have promised to show you how Willy became Wonka, which, by the way, is one of the more inane marketing lines that I've ever heard in my life. I'm sure somebody at Warner Brothers Marketing really thought they did a great job with that, but that's ridiculous. It's like me saying, hello, I'm going to tell you the story of how Dan became Merle. It sounds smart, but it's not really. But speaking to the intention of that line, this movie doesn't even really deliver on that promise. It's not about how the Willy Wonka, the idealistic young man of this movie, becomes the slightly more jaded man with an edge that we meet later on in the movie that is supposedly set to follow this one. Wonka's the story of a nice man who wanted to make chocolate who becomes a nice man who makes chocolate. In going for the safe whimsy of the character and making this an accessible family film, it doesn't really capture what so many people liked about this character in the first place, which is that sense of danger. And I think part of that is the approach. And also part of that, I think, is casting Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka. I'm a fan of Timothy Chalamet. I like his work. I'm not a hater. But I don't think that he was the right choice for this role. He doesn't play whimsy well. And the script rarely allows him to explore other aspects of this character. If he wanted to have a spectrum of Willy Wonka in this movie, I think he would have been a good choice, but for what he's asked to play, I don't think it plays to his strengths. Chalamet also struggles with the musical elements of the film. Wonka is 100% a musical from start to finish with songs throughout, and Timothy Chalamet's voice isn't very strong. I'm not saying that he has a bad voice. I'm certainly no musical expert, but I can tell when somebody's on pitch and on key, and I think that Chalamet's able to do that. There's just not a whole lot of power behind his voice. And again, when you have a musical like this, that power is required in some of those songs. There's one original song called A World of Your Own that approaches some of that Wonka magic, but the performance behind it isn't as strong as I think it could have been. And again, this is not necessarily a criticism of Chalamet because I think he does the best that he can do given the material, it's just that he's not the best match for the material. Chalamet does step up to the plate. He gives 100% effort. He nails it in a lot of moments that are a little bit more in his comfort zone, but in casting a role like Willy Wonka, you have to find the perfect fit for the character, and Chalamet doesn't really seem like the perfect fit. He kind of feels like the choice of a studio executive who read the word Riz on the internet and told his casting people to go find me somebody with Riz, even though he didn't quite know what it meant, kind of like me, and they came up with Timothy Chalamet. He is a smart choice for the role in that he has an appeal to certain demographics and he's a talented performer, but I don't necessarily think that that was the best choice for the role. Luckily, Chalamet is bolstered by a strong supporting cast, including Calla as Noodle, who has an easy on-screen energy with Chalamet. There's also Olivia Coleman as Mrs. Scrubbit, the most accurate throwback to the story's role doll root. She is a nasty piece of work, but so similar to Madame Thenardier in the musical version of Les Miserables that they may as well have just had her sing Master of the House. Why not? It's a great song anyway. And then we have Hugh Grant as an Oompa Loompa, which is an idea that is so unhinged that it actually works. I love this late career movement from Hugh Grant, who's finally become unhitched from having to do the foppish leading man rom-com role, and has apparently decided to just do whatever he wants. Wonka is also unapologetic about being weird when it's allowed to get super weird. I've seen a lot of movies, but I've never seen a young or 
orphan girl singing to a giraffe while it's being milked by an aspiring chocolatier. That's something new for me. And that's as it should be. A movie about Willy Wonka should be unhinged. And it's a shame that this movie is so often boxed in by convention. Weird is risky, but also potentially rewarding. And a great example of that is the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory movie. It came out over 50 years ago, and yet here we are still playing on the nostalgia for it. That is a weird movie. It didn't play it safe, and yet it has stood the test of time for that exact reason. I just wish that there were more people at the studio who had been paying closer attention to why people love that movie so much. Wonka's ultimately tough to judge because it's one of those movies that doesn't really do anything wrong, but it doesn't do much exceptionally right either. It's certainly not the worst case scenario that you picture in your head when you hear the words Willy Wonka prequel. There are laughs, there is some genuine emotion, there are some moments when that magic does fully take hold, but the movie overall still feels weighted down by an approach that is just too safe. So ultimately, I'm giving it a ranking in the upper tier of It's Fine, the kind of It's Fine that isn't really born out of disappointment, but rather a lack of achievement. It's a perfectly all right choice for holiday movie going, a pleasant way to spend a couple of hours in a theater. It certainly could have been a lot worse, but I also think it had the potential, given the team behind it and a lot of the actors, to be a lot better. So those are my thoughts on Wonka. What do you think? Are you still excited to check it out this holiday season? Let me know down in the comments below. And before we go, I'm going to thank the sponsor for this review, ExpressVPN. As we move on from Thanksgiving and turn towards the rest of the holiday season, I want you to think about everything you've looked at on your phone or your computer while you were polishing off that turkey. Now, who's in charge of the Wi-Fi that you've been enjoying all of that on? A family member? The airport? That sketchy motel you cheaped out on? Well, all of those places could have had access to your activity unless you do what I do and use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app I have on my phone and computer that encrypts all of my online traffic, so whatever I do stays private. If you don't have ExpressVPN, then you may as well just include your entire browser history in that letter to Santa to help him decide if you've been naughty or nice. And this goes for wherever you are, work, home, traveling. Who do you trust to respect your privacy? I've been using ExpressVPN for a couple of years now, and it really does take a lot of worry out of connecting to unfamiliar networks. We were just in New Zealand for over two weeks and I never gave a second thought to connecting to the Wi-Fi wherever I was and I was also still able to watch and enjoy all my favorite programming that was being released back in the U.S. That's why I've partnered with ExpressVPN to get you a special holiday offer. Go to expressvpn.com slash Merle right now and you can get three extra months free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Merle, expressvpn.com slash Merle to learn more. Thanks to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this review, and thank you for watching. Be sure to stay tuned right here on the channel. Tomorrow morning, we'll see the return of Charts with Dan. After my weeks away, I will be taking on the entire busy last month of box office news, including a lot of disappointment for Disney with the Marvels and Wish and so many other stories. So stay tuned right here to the channel for that. Until then, thanks for spending part of your day here with me. Until next time, stay safe, and I'll see you then. Bye.